The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Welcome to the PowerCat Podcast, GoPowerCat.com's Kansas State Athletics Show. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, from the GPC Studios, here's your host, GoPowerCat publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. It's the overtime, and this is going to get weird. Are you bleeping that out? I don't know. I probably did. You better shut up before I smack you. Because I'm to the point already with the overtime. I do this every summer. Like I start off with gangbusters, spending hours on the drops, and now Should I'm we just... we say next week's our last one? Uh, yeah. Okay. Just uh, hum Darn, along. this isn't it. <laughs> uh, yes, next week will be the last overtime, mostly because I'm going on vacation, and I'm not recording an overtime to fill for vacation. He's absolutely right. My second vacation's coming up, and I'm going to enjoy it, although we did just shorten it. Today, we're recording this on Wednesday. Today, the wife and I made a big decision. We're not driving all the way to Moab. Champions don't do that. They just don't. That's a long ways. You're probably traveled out, aren't you? So you're going to take the train to Moab? (laughs) I am stunned by how exhausted I am from our last vacation. I'm still trying to catch up, and we're a couple weeks out. I mean, it's... It just Just took the wind out of me. Not enough five hours in the day to add up to 24. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, I was pretty much, I was going to have to like directly inject some kind of drug into my neck to try to keep up with my wife and her tourism ways. Let's go climb a mountain. Let's go hike through the forest. Becky does not sound like that. I don't don't think you're injecting something into your neck to keep up. So we're going to kind of lay low in western Colorado, central western Colorado, for a few days before heading to Breckenridge and getting incredibly drunk with friends and seeing Parker McCullum at Red Rocks. He's smooth. That's it. That's it for the podcast. Glad you listened. Fire! So this is The Overtime. We're sponsored by Taco Lucha. Hold on. I didn't say it right. By Taco Lucha. And so long, Saloon. Get into Lucha and Saloon. Whenever you're in town, they're just fantastic. Ryan Gilbert's a fantastic bartender. Whatever. Right there at Lucha, slinging the the Mexican drinks. What's your favorite one to make? Hey. That's funny you asked that, yeah. That's the last. Did you read the question? Is it really? Yeah. Oh, never mind. Well, it's not exactly that. I'll just but... read it. We'll... Okay. Oh, okay, hold on, hold on. Let me finish it. <laughs> Get into Lucha and Saloon. 
They're wonderful people. You're going to have to wait because if you're going to a restaurant and you can walk right in, that means the locals aren't going there. It's true. Especially ones that aren't very big. Neither one of these places are very big, but I can guarantee you this. It is worth the wait. Not tonight. In the heat outside? <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. You can go out there somewhere the else. You can drink out there. Oh, to put this in context, it's probably still hotter than hell as you're listening to this because we're supposed to be on like a 10-day stretch of 100-degree days. It was 106 when we came down to record at 4.30 p.m. You're all going to die. 106. Let me check the phone. Hold on. It's right now it is. It's 105. It's 105. What, is it? what does it feel like, though? Uh, let's check. The real feel is, oh, for God's sake. 106. Mine won't even open. Manhattan, real feel. Now mine it's says ridiculous. 104. Um, real feel, I don't, I don't see it here. One, we, we have the same weather app on our phone. I do. 106. <laughs> Zach, Zach okay, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It says humidity is making it feel hotter, and the humidity is 25%. Wow. Something doesn't add up. No. But we got great visibility. I mean, if it was zero percent, it wouldn't be making it hotter. Yeah. If there's twenty percent in, in Kansas, twenty five percent is low. Yeah, but it's still a couple at a hundred four degrees. Twenty five percent is still worth an extra two degrees of temperature. Yeah, okay, I'm buying it. I'm buying it. Um, yeah, and by the way, sunset on Wednesday was at eight forty four p.m. It's right there on the app. Okay, I love how we're looking. Zach couldn't find that on his app. Yeah. No, nope. What's the UV right now? I need to get more tan. It was a uh, two. Oh wow! That's I just saw low. that it was two. It's yeah, very it's low because late in the day, it's turning into nighttime. Huh. You know, when the sun goes away, your UV chances really increase of not having any. Huh. The increase, increase of not having any, and in other words, decrease. That's <laughs> decrease. a good word. That that is a that's an optional <laughs> word you could use for that. But yes, like he said, the dogs have. One of them's left. The other one is scared to move the door. What's he doing? Daphne went out the door, pushed it open, uh, and dude is scared to do it. It's an evil door. It's a big, bad door. Dude. Okay. Welcome back, Daphne. She she probably went into the living room out there and peed. Gross. Yeah. Okay. Gills will clean it up. Speaking Mm, of cleaning it up. Yeah, that's how I earned my keep around here. Yep. Uh, Here's Ryan Gilbert with your questions from Wabash Station. Well... Uh, shouldn't Zach or somebody else ask this? Fine, I'll this ask one. it. From King Jim seventy seven Gills, what's the most complicated cocktail someone has asked you to make as a bartender? You know what? I was thinking, um, old fashions are the most complicated drinks I make. Are you good at it? Because Becky loves them. I've been told I make a good old fashioned, but I hate making them. Hate it. Do you take a little orange orange? Yep. Okay. Sugar packet, cherry, muddle. Bullet or makers, whatever, and then strain mm. bitters, right? I think that's all it is. Yeah, they're just they take like a solid two minutes to make. Which, if you've been inside of Takalucha, that's it's a, a pretty hectic place. That's ten beers. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's one of the brilliant things about that place. So they they keep the bar space really compact. Sure. Um, so the bartenders aren't walking, walking, walking. I, I go into other bars and I see how much time bartenders waste moving. The bar's too long or the space too long to the alcohol. Yeah. And they just keep everything so efficient. I have grown to be like you, and I'm pretty claustrophobic now, especially behind that bar. Like, it's it's a pretty skinny bar, you know. It is. 
Uh, and if and you have a bar back or a manager that goes back there with your other bartender, it's right. it gets pretty crowded. It does. But you like people rubbing up against you. Just as a rule of thumb, not nothing sexual about it. Just, oh, definitely yeah, not. Yeah. Definitely not. Zach, <laughs> say in out of this. Are we... Are you asking? Zach, I want to... Okay, well, can we flip-flop? How's that sound? No. That's, no. <laughs> Zach, you can I don't do want, it, Zach. Someone okay, do it. it! I don't care. From <laughs> Denland0809, if you could win any sporting event in 2024, what would you want it to be? And he lists some examples here. Okay. Indy 500 as a driver, mm-hmm. Super Bowl as a quarterback, mm-hmm. Triple Crown as a jockey, mm-hmm. horse racing. Uh, horse. For what it's worth, he says that he would choose winning the Masters, which is actually what I would choose. I would choose winning the Masters because technically there is a path for anyone to go and win the Masters. True. Technically. You don't think I could be the Super Bowl quarterback? think that your draft window is a little, little <laughs> off there. Um, I, I don't even have one. I'm so old. I don't care. I really, I, I can't even, I can't even put my, my mind in this position. There's nothing I could compete in. One day it would have been like a volleyball or something, but go power cat softball league. You would have wanted to win a volleyball event out of all of these. Look, if you're talking about prestige no but if you're talking about things that were important to me but we're talking about 2024 we're talking about next year you got to win something then it's gonna have to be what, um, the pickleball universe no, no no that's too active <laughs> it's going to have to be cornhole that's my only hope at winning anything i love how at big 12 media days there was some random professional cornhole player there oh was it really really and he was wearing his like full little kit with all the sponsors and stuff like he looked like a bowling shirt but it, you know it's a it's a cornhole shirt so when he was there over there behind the stage i don't think he had a partner with him it was kind of weird but yeah there was a cornhole guy there we're getting ready to go on vacation so we stayed at a hotel near the airport because we're flying out the next day and we go to the hotel bar and all they're showing is professional cornhole it's fascinating it well first of all they're unbelievably good I mean, it's ridiculous how good they are. Even the bad ones are so good. I mean, I can see why they're in the league because even the bad ones just like never lost a cornhole to anyone until they met the professionals. But the guy who's in charge looks like the biggest hustler. It's this big fat guy. And Ew. he just he just looks huh. like this guy that's like, Yeah, come on over. We're gonna have a great time. We're gonna have some It's like fits. Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was a table slap that just scared the shit out no of me. No wonder dog. she hates dudes. Uh, oh. <laughs> she's <laughs> terrified. Yeah, no, this guy was uh this guy made me look look slim. I'm just saying, if there was any person on planet Earth to get Bush's Baked Beans as a sponsor, it'd be Fitz. That, I've thought of that. That is the most perfect <laughs> cornhole. Like you're sitting around at the tailgate playing cornhole, you need some Bush's Baked Beans. Well, like it's such, such a random sponsor, but it's so cornhole. I can't believe how good some of these guys are. I just they they, they could literally throw everyone in on the fly if they wanted to, but they, you know. Technique. You got to play defense too. Got to play defense. Ever heard of defense, Gills? I don't know. What would you pick, Gills? You guys already know. Bartending, poker, WSO. Uh, oh, that's a, that's a good one. That Do I right. have ten thousand dollars to blow on that? No, but if I did, be WSO. You seem like a guy that. If I you, gave you five bucks, what would the 
twelve million dollar prize be? What would be my share on five bucks? I'm curious. Like five five out of ten thousand dollars for the entry fee? Yeah. Like if I st- if I staked him, if I gave you five bucks and you won it all, I would get six thousand dollars. Wow. As I think I should stake. go out and collect some money for next year's event. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Well, maybe like I'm going to win. I'm not going to win the Powerball. Someone in California won. Hey, we still got Mega Millions. But we got Mega Millions, and I'm going to go find some tonight. When's his next drawing? Friday. Friday? Okay, tomorrow I'm going to go find some. Or you could do it tonight. Or tonight I'm going to do some. Whatever. Uh, or Friday. Uh, let's, okay. Uh, yep, let's move on. Next question is from TDE67. Shark Week, do you partake or abstain? Are we talking about the TV thing or... Uh, the first week before school. We are talking about the too old television event. <laughs> the television event. Not. We're not talking about. We're talking about a whole week. We're not talking about a night. Shark week, not shark night. Oh, it used to be shark week back in the day, but now it's just shark mm-hmm. night. Yeah, I never knew what shark week was personally. And is it a horribly offensive? Yeah, your sexist? frat got kicked off of campus. Uh huh. Probably because of Shark Week. It's like the Pac-12. They're gone. <laughs> uh, oddly, I'm fascinated by sharks, but no, I do not have any interest in the Shark Week programming. I don't want to watch them. They scare the shh out of me. Shark Week jumped the shark years ago. Like it was cool for like a couple times, and then yeah, if if Shark Week was physically capable of jumping a shark. That's Shark Week. But there's Shark Fest on Nat Geo, I think, that I've seen lately. That actually looks a little more educational and less lame than Shark Week. It looked kind of cooler. Until they, they find a Megalodon still alive and they can film it, I'm not interested. Because there's becoming more and more evidence that they're still out there somewhere. That'd be my luck. I wouldn't run into like a tiger shark or a hammerhead or even a great white. A Meg would come after me. A 40-foot shark that has a face of Ryan Gilbert <laughs> just scaring the hell out of me. But no, Shark Week. I would out. never scare you. You scare right? me all the time. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's why I tip you $2. Yeah. Well, $1 technically, Zach yeah. threw him. I did throw him. Thanks, Zach. Uh, next question is from Eric Schneid. <laughs> Zach is hungry. <laughs> Zach <laughs> is hungry. I'm hungry now. <laughs> What's a non-sporting event that deserves its own media days? That you would gladly cover a non-sporting non-sporting event, event that needs a media days. Uh, country musical music fest. I'd go cover that because I love country. That's music. the only thing I could think of is like some music thing yeah. that would have media availability. Yeah, that'd be about it for like me. Like doing like a movie, you know, like the movie media tour where you go in, they're sitting there, and you you film, you know, your little. Lame bit for your yeah lame YouTube channel hey. with less than ten thousand subs or something. God, just so vicious today. <laughs> I like God, how I said that. Man, I run the channel. <laughs> uh, Channel's on track by kickoff, right? Oh yeah. Eh, we need some help. We need help. <laughs> we need some help. Well, the track will speed up if Thursday win is planned. <laughs> that the track will start to grow if it starts to go down with conference realignment because that's what stalled out everyone. And also, I'll be honest, there's a lot of good content creators now in the space doing stuff. I mean, John Kurtz's stuff is awesome. And so it's just a really competitive space, but I think it kind of feeds off of each other. 
I'd love to do. I love. I love the bowl games that um, they have some sort of very nice restaurant where they have the teams there. They're on a stage or whatever, and they have like a steak eating contest or just some ridiculous food eating contest that the media is also invited to watch and not compete, but at least eat while watching it. I like. I want to go to one of those bowl games. Fits. Mm-hmm. Why can't we go to those? I'm taking you to the Isle of Capri. What more do you want from me? A couple more teeth. <laughs> yeah, nothing like a Missouri casino to <laughs> your first road trip of the season. Um, I'm going to go back to this. Can you imagine a a pre-press conference featuring Ryan Gilbert and Dan Keister before the World Series of Poker? Ooh. That'd be freaking awesome. Yeah, I'd love to hear you two replace... Uh... Norman Chad and what's his face? No idea. I don't know either. I'm a fake fan. Oh, fake fan. Ryan Gilbert doesn't know his poker commentators, and I only know one of the two. I know Mike Sexton was one back in the day, but Norman Chad and peace. Oh, I'm this. We're gonna please stand by. You know what we need though? Um, Timmy Horn was the one who asked us media a bunch of questions, right? Like favorite cereal and favorite movie and stuff a couple years ago. I don't remember. No. Okay. I don't remember. It'd be nice to have, you know, the players' coaches ask us questions. But oh, yeah, yeah. McEachern? Yeah, yeah. McEachern? I don't know how to say that word. I couldn't tell you what his name is. I Me mean, neither, clearly. I don't know. So you want a press conference, but about us. Oh, yeah. It's always about us, right? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The humans will be back with more of the Overtime Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to the Overtime. Speak humans. Next question. This is, ooh, this is a doozy. Uh, from BJAGW1971. What, what, what are we doing? BJAGW. It's a bunch of letters. I think he dropped his phone on his keyboard. All right. I'll go with it. Might have. Um, if you could dictate, would you have the students dress up more like SEC schools? Like their students do to go to the games. Not all, but like the Ole Miss kids, like the guys wear ties, jacket and tie. Some some schools, some SEC schools. It's very Southern. Yeah. Yeah. Would you do that? No. If you could dictate it? No. No. (laughs) One of my favorite photos in all sports that I've come across is, I think it was a Monarchs game in Kansas City. And it's a Sunday game. Um, dressed to the nines. Dressed to the nines. I mean, spectacular clothing. Hats and suits. and Yeah, that was my favorite part of that museum was the Sunday parades they had before the game. Everyone leave church, come to the parade, go to the game. Pretty cool. Uh, but no, uh, I think the practicalities of having to dress for the crappy weather in Kansas. It's either too hot or too cold. Rare is the game that, oh, it's just lovely out. It just doesn't happen very often. Or you get like 
70 degrees or you get 60 degrees. I remember there was a game a couple years ago where it was like 60 at kickoff and then the wind started in and it dropped to like 50, but it felt like 30. It was horrible. It's horrible, but it was fine in the press box. I feel like there's a lot of ladies, at least in the last 10 years at K-State and probably other schools that seem to dress up more, not necessarily like dress up, but in a fashionable sense, they're putting on a t-shirt to right. go to a football game. They're wearing a nice dress or some sort of yeah. overall thing, you know, that's very stylish, cute. Something small and cute he can take care of. Sensible to wear to a college football game for the first half. And then you go back to the parking lot to party. Well, it is an outfit that goes from stadium to Aggieville very easily. Sure. Right. Um, but the guys, there's no there's no fashion sense for the guys. Just don't look like a bum. Wear a nice shirt there's or polo. Polo. But also, like, that's not, it's not in the South. No. I don't care what. I really don't care what people wear. I'm just pointing out what the looks are at K-State now. Yeah. Gilbert's against anything involving nice dressing. Mm-hmm. Just ratty Steelers t-shirts. Um, I'm well, I'm not not gonna Nike. Say, I'm gonna, I looked right at his shirt that has a swoosh <laughs> on it and asked him if it was a different brand because he's got this collar so stretched out. It's not stretched out. It's just not buttoned up. Oh. I'm going to show off my chest. But, oh, my God. Button one more button, Gills. Quit popping it. Uh, oh my God! That's, that's, this is go. too serious. Oh my God! Look, Thank that is a normal. That is a it. normal head hole now. No, I can't. His hands are still blocking it. Normal head hole. Oh, it is. It is. See, and especially for a pencil neck like him. <clears throat> hey. Hey. <laughs> are we moving on. Yeah, please do. From, I like pickles, cat. Do I listen to Zach Bryan because I'm depressed, or does Zach Bryan make me depressed? Oh, my God. This is the greatest question ever. Um, I'm unbuttoning my – yeah, the, the button it. again. That, Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. You want eye contact, Vince? Oh, I do that? Yeah. I can't. Hey, hey. hey, you can't give Glenn Kinley some competition in this market. You can't do that. <laughs> um, Pickles, I have tickets to Zach Bryan in late August in Wichita. And I, there's, I think they're standing room only, and I'm fat and old, so I might have to – you know, reallocate them because I'm not sure I'm going. Plus, it's right before football. I think it's the weekend before. But I I literally have wondered about this. I listen to Zach Bryan, and I love his music. But at some point, I'm like, oh, my God, I, I, I got to change. This is... This is not working. I mean, it's just... It's so downtrodden. His lyrics are so... I don't know. What's his? I don't know who this is. Who's his? What's his he's most popular cu- song? He's something in the he's orange. Country something but, in the orange. Yeah, you've heard it in the car with us, but yeah. you probably have your own. It. It. I just saw this. It has supplanted. What song was it? Um, a female singer. Was it maybe Carrie Underwood's song? As the longest standing country song on the pop charts. Okay. Number number of weeks. Huh. Something. It's something in the orange, right? It's a. Incredible song. It's a great song, but I can listen to it once before I'm just like, let's listen to a different artist. Right. And you know, I, I've gotten that way with Oklahoma Smoke Show, his other big yeah, hit. Those are the only two songs of his. There's that other know. ones you might recognize. You Maybe. Didn't, you didn't realize it was him. I just, I can't believe the fascination, at least in this area, among people 
that Zach Bryan is so pop- like he's like Taylor Swift popular. Oh, he's incredible for this region. Well, there is this is going to get kind of serious, but um, there is just a great need for better country music because what they're putting out in Nashville is crap. I mean, it, it's just it's country. It's southern based. Let's go sit on the pickup truck bed and drink a beer. You know, let's be honest here. There's just been artists that have crossed over that have ruined it. Luke Bryan is now putting out trash, and so many of them are. And Texas country's taken off. Now, Zach Bryan's kind of his own genre. But this is the power of TikTok. He's a guy that really blew up. I didn't know this because it happened before I was on TikTok, but he blew up on TikTok. And now we're seeing a lot of artists blow up on TikTok. I'm finding some incredible artists via TikTok that are so much better than what you hear on the radio. Um, I'm just, it, it amazes me. I wish someone would actually put money behind an alternate Western genre that we could get back to good quality music. But Luke Bryan is feeling that need. Luke Bryan's filling that need. Oh, Jesus. I, I love that you said that because uh, that smile is just so perfect when you look at it on all of his album covers. Luke Bryan is oh, one of the greatest country oh, singers God. of this generation. Lord, he's not a Cain, me my sins. He's not a Kane Brown. Oh, Lord. He's not a... I can't think of his name. Why did I misspeak? He's Why? not He's down at the Applebee's. This is going to be 20 minutes of this. <laughs> oh, God, don't start with that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Tyler Childers and others. There's just a whole other genre growing out there of people that want Americana country. And he's one of them. Not that y'all life, y'all. Nope. Next question is from Big Sam. Actually, I believe this is the last question of the podcast because we alternated. We moved King Jim's question to the top since you because it was correctly projected. And I'm important. That uh, last question here from Big Sam. If you were limited to each of the following, what would they be? And you get one choice of these. One type of alcohol. It may be mixed as you see fit. So do with your vodka or bourbon or whatever as you please. So one type of alcohol, one snack food, and then one vacation site. It is a city or place. We're eliminating things? No. You get to choose. Yeah, you're eliminating everything except one. Oh, okay. You can, you get to, I heard the opposite. You get to choose one forever. Okay, give me whatever. Alcohol. Vodka. Snack food. Uh, uh, I don't know. We need to what find a way to reclassify Five Hour Energy as a as a snack food, food as a food yeah, instead of a Five Hour Energy. Not a hot dog with ketchup on it. Oh God! Is a hot dog a sandwich? God! <laughs> this is going to be the shortest, saddest edition of this podcast ever. Oh no, it's not a sandwich. Yes, I would take hot dogs. With but ketchup. Probably a snack food, uh, mozzarella sticks. Okay. Vacation. Key West. Okay. Mozzarella sticks are more of an app. Isn't that what a snack food is, though? Okay. I thought snacks when you okay on the couch just watching TV. Gills like chips. Gills, when you order mozzarella sticks, where are you ordering them? Sonic. 
But that's a snack food at Sonic. It's not an appetizer. <laughs> you, I, I was, I, I thought, I thought that Fitz's answer was going to be Sonic, and you were going to say, "Oh, you eat those at you know wherever." <laughs> is that how I thought? Is that how I thought? Sports Bar University. You know, that's what I get. Is Sports Bar you proud graduate? <laughs> instead of instead of chips and queso or salsa, you're the one that eats queso. Hey, hang on, hang on, hang on. We you're, all eat queso. you're just like, you're just like mozzarella sticks. That's what I'm eating before I eat a juicy hamburger. It'd be a good app, sure. But you said mozzarella sticks at Sonic, which is absolutely a snack. Okay. Because in order in order for those to be an appetizer at Sonic, you'd have to push the red button, order your mozzarella sticks. The car hop comes out, and they're just like, yeah, just ring the r- yeah. red button if you want more stuff. Is there and nothing wrong like, with yeah. that? The, yes, there is. Who, or, who pushes the red button more than once at Sonic? You're a freak. Ah. You're a freak if you touch the red button more than once. You know what I do? I don't even touch the red button. You use you touch the red button on the app. Uh-huh. I pre-order. I put everything in on the app so I don't have to talk to a human being. Huh. And then when you roll in, you said, I'm here. And then you put in your stall number, which is up there on the screen. And huh. bring it out to you. I've stopped using the app at Sonic, which was amazing when I used it. But I've stopped using it because it logs me out Every single time. Weird. Doesn't with me. Every single time I go, pull, I roll up into Sonic and I'm like, I'm going to order me some delicious food. I'm not going to have to talk to anybody. I can see my name up on the screen. No. Logs me out every single time. So I just, I don't, maybe I should re-download the app. I don't know. But they log me out every single time. I think I'd probably, if I had a sports bar, have the appetizer burger, which would have mott sticks and onion rings on it. Wow. I think that you would like a place that is wild. What do you mean? And serves buffalo wings. Oh, yeah. Because I think you can order that. Wait, no. I think you can get the Mott Sticks at Buffalo Wild Wings, but at Hard Rock Cafe, they serve a burger with an onion ring on it. Well, you can get an onion ring. Combine both of them together. I don't know. Gills, what are your options? What is your alcohol? Uh, I would probably go with vodka, you know. Safe. You can mix it in. A lot of stuff look, you can do. Versatile. Look, I'm moving to a, a tropical place. I need vodka to put in my orange juice, pineapple juice, any kind of juice. Yeah. You put beer in your pineapple juice. No, That's... you do not. That's what you do. That's, we're from Manhattan, Kansas. That's what we do here. <laughs> Anyway, what's your snack? Cashews. Cashews? Cashews, yes. Why cashews? They're good and healthy and fill you up. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And then... uh, Pittsburgh. (laughs) Yes, he's picking Pittsburgh. Yep. I don't know. I've never been to Vegas, and I've got two trips planned to go out there, so that might be the new favorite if I like it. New favorite? I have a feeling I'm going to like it out there. Oh, I know you will. I know you will, because you can just... I mean, that's the thing I love about Vegas. It's something for everyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's multiple trips for me. One time I go to gamble or watch sports. I, or, I mean, I would never gamble, but... No, you wouldn't. Continue. Sure. I mean, they Only games of skills. <laughs> skills. Games of skill. Skills for gills. <laughs> skills for gills. Um, uh, you go shows. Um, you know, for younger fellas, they have these places where uh, the shows are much more intimate and... <laughs> Uh, hands on, but clothed, but, right? Ah, clothed, mostly in theory. But it's Vegas. Look, you can go to a classy showroom and see uh, people 
kicking their legs up with their boobies out. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's a classy Vegas show. You also see that? Well, Gills is canceling his ticket. Yeah. It's but you'll enjoy it because fun. you can just head to a sports book, sit down and watch sports and gamble. Yep. I mean, you'll love it. I would ask you your favorite memory from Vegas, but I know what happens there stays there, right? Uh, well, most He's told of my us fa- plenty. <laughs> well, most of my favorite memories aren't suitable for this podcast or anyone other than a tight circle hearing about, but also my favorite memories I don't remember. And those are the best ones. Those are the best ones. It's literally like the movie. You wake up the next day and go, there's what? a tiger out there. What Where's happened last night? And why is there a tiger in the bathroom? Is that Mike Tyson? Yeah. yeah my, they stole his tiger. My answers are beer. You and Tyler Dryling, you would have the same answer. It's a Manhattan thing, I think. Yeah. Uh, snack food, goldfish crackers. Oh, I forgot about your goldfish. See, that's a snack food. That's a snack food. I, yes. Yes. Mozzarella sticks. If yes. I had to pick something like yeah. that, it would be Cheetos. But that doesn't go pair well at all with any of the things I want to drink. Because you get right, it's just fingers. Cheetos. It's just like, ooh. Uh, then vacation place. I went here less than a month ago. I'd pick Destin because it's the beach and you can golf. I like. Aren't there golfing. multiple golf courses on beaches around the world, though? Am uh, I crazy? Hilton Head. Well, sure. Things. I'm just. I'm picking a place I've been before. I'm not saying it's amazing, but Puerto Rico. <laughs> but uh, the beaches amazing. in that part of Florida are very nice. White sand beaches, clear water. Not Clearwater, Florida, but the water is clear. I would not want to go to Clearwater, Florida. No. Can you see the Titanic? Or the the Titanic? What was that thing called? I'm sorry. The uh, thing that imploded. The little sub. The thing? little sub thing. I don't know. What do it was you know called. your oceans? Do you know geography? No. Yeah. That's... Do you know where the Titanic ran into an iceberg? Is it nice? Because if you, if you think that it was in the Gulf of Mexico, if you thought, if you well, think there so was I knew an, that I didn't, I didn't know where Clearwater Beach was or whatever you're talking about. And Destin's the Panhandle. That's basically. Panhandle. Oh, it's in yeah. Oklahoma. Okay. It's Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. Okay. It's in the central time zone. It was Florabama. Huh. It's okay. a, yeah. It's very. Which is a musical festival I yeah. want to go to. Is it in Destin? No, know. it'd be in Gulf Shores. Orange ah, Beach right, probably. Gulf Shores, yeah. No, it was in North Atlantic out. From Canada. An iceberg in the Gulf of Mexico. I don't know. <laughs> you never know. Eh, I think we know. Gills, oh, but uh, we, I didn't get... thought he was done. I didn't <laughs> get my done. answer. Uh, the question I started to ask you... I'm sorry. What's you, up? That was your least favorite drink to make. What is your favorite drink to make? And don't give me a beer. Look at this full circle. You know what? If we're not busy, I love making a margarita and shaking it up, looking all sexy and using my muscles. So I like making shots, too. Shots are fun. It's really satisfying when you pour, you know, just the right amount and you have like eight shots and you fill up the shot glasses just enough. And then like you give an older gentleman tequila three times in a row. And then I would never do that to anybody. He walks into a wall. Scott Fitzgerald. Scott, not my middle name, but that's cool. Um, Okay, so uh, on the old fashioned is not a traditional order for lucha. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. Of the things you typically make at lucha, what would be your least favorite? Uh, Mexitini or a Michelada or a Bloody Mary or a frozen margarita. 
Wow. Sounds like I hate my job, doesn't it? Yeah. That's a lot of the menu right there, buddy. What do you think of the uh, banana hammock? (laughs) Whoever created that's a genius. I know he is. I know. It's better than the regular banana mark. I'm serious. Oh, it's uh, it's totally by chance that I discovered Mm -hmm. putting pear vodka in banana mix makes no sense. It's good. But it's really good. Order the banana hammock exclusively at Taco Lucha. One of the sponsors of this podcast. And we're done with this podcast because we're going to go to Taco Lucha. Maybe so long, Saloon. Okay, now I'm done. Thank you for listening to the Power Cat Podcast. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Power Cat Podcast. All rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com. 